If you believe in capital punishment, you can fuck off up the name street. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. When you talk that shit about Star Trek, it's like you just harpooned a baby. Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. And if you prank call people at the old folks home, that's fine, but you better not tell them Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. Once again, if you believe in Capital Park, Once again, <laughs> 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 Welcome to Star Trek Sucks. My name is Leo. I like Star Trek. Hi, I'm Jack. I don't like Star Trek. And we have a guest. Our guest is from the Great White North, the the, the wild northern Canadian yonder. Uh, Mike Carroza. Say hi, Mike. Hi, friends. Hello. Am I supposed to reveal whether or not I like Star Trek? Yes, I was going to ask you, but you yeah, can go what, ahead and yeah, say. Yeah, what, what do you think about Star Trek? I know it makes a lot of people happy, and it's uh, not for me. So I don't like saying it sucks, but I also don't like the idea of being that is, like, yeah, that is let's such get a... into Star Trek. Ooh. <laughs> that is like such one a of my Canadian answer to that question. <laughs> all right, don't make this all about me being Canadian. I just like, one of my best friends loves Star Trek, right? And like, I get it. He has tried many times to get me in. So many of my best friends love Star Trek. They love it so much. They'll talk about it in front of me and be like, you know, you could join in. You'll enjoy the show. We know mm -hmm. you well enough that you'll enjoy the show. And then I watch a couple episodes and I go, uh, you know, it, it hurts me that you don't know me so well. Because <laughs> to me, I think the show is cool. I think it is groundbreaking. I think all this positive stuff. I don't want to spend my time watching it. I've been watching Hell's Kitchen seasons for like the last couple months and I've rewatched the entire Saw franchise in quarantine. Truly, there is no limit to the stupidity that I will endure. <laughs> but I won't put myself through some Gene Roddenberry, uh, quote unquote, greatness. You know that's, what I mean? Uh, no, it's, I, nice, it's nice to have a guest that's on my side for once. <laughs> um, and that also uh, segues flawlessly into our next section, which is. Um, recommend something that somebody could do other than watching star trek uh when's this coming out next monday next monday next monday's a little too early you can follow me on twitter so you can remind yourself that my <laughs> album comes out september 4th and that's what you that can is do what we call of... professional self-promotion <laughs> ladies and gentlemen Fucking shamelessness is... i'll tell you what I, there's a lot of things. You can watch all of Hell's Kitchen instead. I've been watching Hell's Kitchen so much. You can listen to my podcast. You can listen to, uh, you can listen to Douglas movies or All Fantasy Everything. You can. What you is can your What is your Magic podcast? the Gathering? My podcast is called Bummer Boys, but it's stylized like a bad straight edge band. So it's X Bummer X Boys X. Uh, okay. And, and I host that with Alex Kalanko, and we have guests on to discuss songs that made us sad that week. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, we're the Bummer Boys, and also it's, we're, we mainly listen to like emo revival music. So uh, that there's rocks as a concept. I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, there's that's... plenty you can do instead of watching Star Trek, dude. 
That's a, that's so a great many, premise. That's what I'm. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, no, um, that's 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 one of Jack's primary functions. Um, and then the other thing, other things. and I, the the other thing, and I, I I gave you some warning ahead of time, so you'd have time uh -huh. to think about it. But I'm going to let Jack go first uh, with a segment we call "What Happened Last Week." Jack, what happened on last week's uh, episode? I remember it being a dog shit episode. It sucked a oh, dick. No. It was uh, a bad episode. Oh, oh it was a uh, data was um it was called pen pals yes yep. he was corresponding with the child oh, who had made a fancy radio mm -hmm. and her world was dying i don't think i brought this up on the episode but this also makes no sense from like a relativistic standpoint because they are light years away from where she is broadcasting from mm -hmm. they would have just shown up to find her incinerated corpse <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah 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 that yeah that is also a problem like that was one i think we did talk about this but that was one of the things that could have been solved so fucking easily is if, if they had just made it a solar system that they were exploring <laughs> rather than yeah. entire quadrant or whatever it was because yeah, part of the premise was that like they were in a whole area of space like an area that had a bunch of different solar systems and the commonality between all these solar systems is they all had a lot of tectonic activity and they all tended to explode yeah all of the planets oh, wonderful in all of these all of this, in this part systems. of the galaxy are volatile well Which i'll say that i know this part because i have also been tasked with reminding everybody what happened last week right Right. Yes. Yeah. So mm, yeah, I, and okay, I, yeah. so I told Mike ahead of time, since he does not watch Star Trek, um, that he can tell us what happened last week on some completely unrelated show. Oh hell yeah! What happened <laughs> last week on Kill and Hell's Kitchen? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I actually this is uh, episode fifteen, which is what we're talking about. Episode fifteen, first aired April first, two thousand four. Uh, the Getaway. A newspaper reporter has been struggling to reveal True's secret by questioning her and Davis about why True is at the location of so many prevented crimes and about True's seemingly psychic ability to know when trouble is going to happen. Right, that was that, not Hell's Kitchen. That was, what's it called? True's, true Calling. True Calling. That, I remember this show. I remember, oh my God. I am having like a, like a, <laughs> oh, like a Proustian reverie about uh, early 2000s fancy tv shows yeah remember uh, remember wonder falls no i don't uh fuck, <laughs> i can barely i can barely remember the plot of it but it was like this person could sort of abstractly grant wishes i think or something it was like but it was like it was like that it was like there were a ton of tv shows that made it one season that were like that in like 2003 um I mean, there there were a lot of psychic crime solving things at the time, like medium, and well, yeah. and true calling. Those are the two. I say I, there are a lot, but those are the two <laughs> that I. Can I remember, remember around that same time a show uh, that I think made it two seasons that was like about uh, young Merlin and young King Arthur. Oh, um, I think um, it was just called Merlin. Yeah, yeah, I remember that too. Um, yeah, that was a very strange program. I mean, look, TV is weird. We can be all over it if we need to be. But speaking of 
TV shows from the early aughts. Do you remember Pushing Daisies? Yes. I never watched it, but I remember. That show fucking ruled. Um, but wait, pu- so I always confuse Pushing Daisies with Dead Like Me. Mm. Different show. Never, never Dif- watched that one. Totally different show, but I just for some reason the the <laughs> title Pushing Daisies because it was a Pushing Daisies was, a, was about death in some way, yeah, right? Pushing Daisies is a metaphor for death anyway. Like, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if she touched somebody, she could bring people back to life. But if she touched there. a living person, they would die. I believe. It uh, was, which it, is so, which is a very like ironically early call to how dating works now um i'm very lonely listeners <laughs> i feel like i'm going to die because i, I haven't touched guy... somebody since february dude you can you can go to town on yourself buddy nobody needs to love you but well, you you know what i'm saying you love um, yourself first yeah, bring make that energy no, make no mistake um <laughs> Yeah, don't uh, worry. I'll... He's he's on that. <laughs> I remember Pushing Daisies had like a moment that a lot of people were talking about and it's because so I think it's the dude who can resurrect people, who can reanimate them, but then um he can't touch them again because if he touches them again they die for good. And so right. the couple is just like they're out doing their thing and like he's like a pie maker or something and then um when yeah, they there, actually was a, wanted... there was a heavy pie element in it, yeah. I remember. Oh, that's right. And then there's like the, the, the big moment was when they finally kiss. It's through like cellophane because mm. they can't touch each other. And so they have to kiss through cellophane. And I I know it's not a visual podcast, but you guys, you guys see me swooning. I think that's adorable. I think that's pro condom propaganda, and I'm I'm not having it. Cellophane <laughs> isn't saving anybody. Cellophane is is making sure that 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 the sci-fi remains intact or the uh, fantasy remains intact. It's Jack likes to take hard stances on things, just uh, randomly. That, <laughs> so do I, for that matter. And we've got a running joke at this point about how mad I am at Jack for drinking chicory. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a. Okay. Uh, yeah, do you have any opinions about me? Um, I stopped drinking coffee, and now I drink chicory in the mornings. Someone's gonna have to tell me what chicory is. Um, it's it is a bark beverage, or bark based beverage. Um, from the chicory tree. It's kind of like a tea that's made from tree bark. It's yeah. It's it just it kind of tastes like coffee. It tastes like cinnamon coffee. It's good. Okay. Do you um, get the same effects as coffee? No, there's no caffeine. I don't like the way caffeine hits me. Um, okay, so I but stop you, but it's the taste that does it for you. Yeah, I like to have a nice mug of something warm and bitter in the morning. Okay. Um, but I don't like caffeine and didn't want to start drinking decaf so i just started drinking yeah. chicory and leo finds it absolutely <laughs> fucking infuriating i mean i'm and... with leo on this one i think this is fucking nuts first of all okay well. <laughs> caffeine i get why people need it i understand i i i would like to be somebody who does the caffeine thing but i just i cannot stand the taste or smell of coffee it's oh, never good. been for me Never liked it, not one bit. Leal, you know this about me. Yeah, you're you're on it. record as being a, a, a top number one fan of Monster Energy drinks. 
I can't. I don't drink them as much anymore because. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know. Because of that that time we tasted a bunch of them and they were disgusting. Honestly, there was one that was great, and it was the original, and that's the only flavor that's worth having. And you, for some reason, picked out the four worst flavors I have <laughs> ever had in my life. That was and a completely think, random sampling. And I, think, I have no experience with uh, that. I still, I have not had Monster Energy drinks since uh, since we did that yeah. recording. Oh man, and you shouldn't. You don't have to. It, if you don't want to, you don't need to. But no, I think Tom I, was. I enjoy really coffee eager to have now. Some wine. <laughs> I think Tom was like, I want it a little bummed because he was like, oh, shit, yeah, podcast where we do some wine tasting. Okay, I'll do that. And then, I'm, <laughs> then you're like, no, I brought Monster because I know Mike's a monster head. Like, oh, fuck? I said yes to this wine podcast. <laughs> uh, check out Leal's wine podcast, everybody. <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore. Mm. But I am doing a new, uh, I'm doing a new wine and history podcast. It's actually really fun but it takes forever because i have to actually write uh history stories to go along with it well i mean so i've got like the, two episodes recorded bad, baby yeah yeah <laughs> that's, that's my fault <laughs> yeah 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 um i i will say that podcast is good i've been on it um i was great on it <laughs> that's how you tell the podcast was good is whether or not jack was on it and he liked it but actually no that's true that's unironically because um, uh, if jack doesn't like something he will tell you that's true i mean that's uh, fair i mean i wouldn't uh i wouldn't hide any anything like that why would you yeah. fake something like that you know oh well i guess no. faking it to be nice that's fair to be yeah polite you don't want to be that's rude right or Okay. And then there's like power oh. dynamics. Hold on, let's go through all the scenarios. There's power <laughs> dynamics. It's like you don't want to upset somebody. Oh, maybe you got to keep a secret. Like you're gonna. Yeah. Uh, you're trying to get laid. That's always one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a cl- classic reason to be nice. Is yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, can't I'm, let... okay. Now we're going too broad in the nice thing because you're saying be nice like in a critical sense. I'm, I'm. That's mm-hmm. where I'm looking at it. Because I think you should just always be nice. I like the idea mm-hmm. of always being nice, but then also, if someone's a dick, then you show them you show them what's going on. Yeah. You tell them, hey, you, you dick give butt, them you're not. Yeah. yeah. No, you yeah. are you are the the pure platonic distillation of what it means to be both Canadian and Italian. Oh, because <laughs> because hey, if no, you're not nice, so I'm gonna hey, fight you yeah. with the mob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> tell you what um but yeah i mean look, i what was what were we saying i this is what happens when i'm on a podcast i ruin things no 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 this no, is this also is, what happens is, uh, when it's when you're not on this podcast this podcast oh, okay, sucks uh, <laughs> uh, star trek we, sucks. Well, we have no, sucks the, right in our name like it's i mean this the sucks has a question mark though so it's like we mm, does it mm, oh yeah okay yeah, yeah, it's a thinker. Quiet. Yeah, uh, maybe today we're gonna change that to an exclamation mark, folks. We'll be right back. <laughs> we're gonna see because this week's episode also features uh, Jack's most despised character, um, the worst who, element I, I, of of Star Trek: The Next. Year. Yeah, and um, and I do want to give you a little bit of uh, backstory into who this guy is, just because you don't watch the show that much. Um, so this Not episode all. is called Q Who. Uh, and it features the character known as Q, um, who we like to believe um, is the the leader of QAnon. 
just because that makes it more fun kind of in your head i mean yeah he well he, he is someone's like, gonna have to explain what QAnon is oh god you oh, guys Jesus don't have Christ. QAnon up there yet i think we do but i just i've hit my I mean, wall give it a my limit for all the um, terrible things that i don't want yeah to i mean maybe uh, you don't want to know actually um you know what don't tell him what QAnon is let's yeah. so, let let somebody that we like not know what QAnon is that's yeah like a charitable act right that's now. my gift to you is yeah. to not tell you what QAnon is <laughs> QAnon sounds like it's um it's just all conspiracy theories and racist and that's uh, yes. from, like context clues but yeah I yeah, yeah. Need... yeah yeah oh, it's... okay yeah yeah that's yeah that's exactly what it is but like, is it a body of politics? Like, it feels—is it like a a wing of the Oval Office? That no, no. Added? But there are. I mean, I mean, yes, it is. Honestly, QAnon definitely the, the aligns with children are are into QAnon. Yeah. Oh, um, wonderful. Yeah, yes. QAnon aligns with like, Trumpism. I like, and... I like this. Um, <laughs> super you cool. Both spoke at the same time, and I didn't catch any of it. But I'm glad That's we okay. don't have to know what QAnon is. I don't know yeah. who Q is. I'm happy not knowing who Q is. And just I hope so, it, Yeah, just be a happy, nice person who doesn't know <laughs> the things that I have to know to be an American. Yeah. Well, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to going in completely blind. Well, so all, all you really need to know about uh, the character Q on the show is that he is uh, an ageless, omnipotent, basically a god... Um, and for whatever reason, his most favorite thing to do is to play what are essentially, uh, very childish, but also often very high stakes pranks on the crew of the enterprise. Okay. So he's yeah. Joker. He's Joker then. That's yeah. He's, Joker but, yeah. He's, he's Joker with the powers of a God. <laughs> yeah. Um, and his catchphrase is, Hey, what's that doing over there? And he says it all the time. <laughs> What else about Q? See, I've set the That's... precedent. I've set the precedent where we're making things up about him. So if you, while you're watching the episode, if you want to think about backstory for anybody who uh, has virtually no screen time or even somebody who doesn't have screen time at all, if you want to make up a character who lives on the ship um, and just think about what they're doing while the, the events of the show are going on. You can do that. Jack and I have a, a couple uh, that we've made up. Um, okay. Mark oh, and Emily White. talked about them in, for a fucking minute, but yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, I feel like they're, how, how are they with crossovers? Like from... uh, uh, Star Trek in general? Like, yeah. Star Well, Star Trek, the net, cause I'm picturing Smaug on the, Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, that would be a that would be a reach. That would I be mean, a reach. Um, it feels like they're from different times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's a that's a reach. Um, but no, I can think I, like can I like level with you guys? I don't know who Smaug is. I just thought it would be the funnier <laughs> name. I think he's dragon a dragon from it's the a Hobbit. dragon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. I, look, honestly. <laughs> stoked that i knew at least it was lord of the rings i thought it was an elf dude i thought it was like uh the 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 like axe brother of the the archer dude who's mean now i really don't know oh. anything about lord of the rings either yeah oh that was you, the other I thing hell's kitchen and saw that i would it. i would love to hear an hour long or multiple hour long description or podcast where you just describe what you think happens in the lord of the rings Okay, we open on a hill with a big door on it. 
uh-huh. the door is big, but the people are tiny. The people <laughs> tiny, hairy feet, hairy ears. They walk out. They're like, oh, boy, I'm hungry. And then they eat so, so much. And then tall guy shows up and he's like, look, my beard's as tall as you guys. Isn't that fucked? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, get out of here, tall guy. He's like, no, 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 wait, I need a favor. And tall tall guy's like begging. He's on his knees and they take that as an insult. They don't like that at all. And the hobbits, uh, they're they're like, hey, Frodo, come check this out. And Frodo uh, jumps on the back of the Sam guy who's like on all fours. And he runs up over him and gives tall guy a big kick in the face. And uh, Dumbledore, uh, Dumbledore says, you can't do that to tall guy. You're not allowed to do that to tall guy. And wait, then you have to go wait, chasing hang a on, ring. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is Dumbledore a different character than tall guy? Yeah, right? Okay, okay. Tall, nope, nope okay. just checking. Tall guy's, yeah, was... a big, tall guy's a big wizard who's like, you got to help me with the ring thing. And then Dumbledore is in the, in the Hobbit house being like, be nice to tall guy. Yeah, yeah. So just and I and I'm yeah and I don't want to interrupt your storytelling. I just want to make sure that you as a as an individual are aware that Dumbledore is from a completely different franchise. Yeah, but they do crossovers. Okay, all right. Yeah, no. Then go ahead. <laughs> okay. You guys are really gonna let me run with this because I'll do it. <laughs> the... I mean, I mean we're should... going good, man. Like, keep. We going. should probably watch Star Trek eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we should we it? honestly should probably watch the episode yeah, um, yeah we uh yeah we should do that and then maybe as a bonus episode i'll throw in how i think the tree guys because there's tree guys right they walk there are around tree guys um the tree guys they walk around uh, uh protesting that they don't want to be houses no more and that's a subplot that got cut out of a lot of the lord of the rings and i think it's a shame so that's that's me thinking what the what the Lord of the Rings subplots are like, too. Okay. No, that, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, we do bonus content. Uh, um, I, uh, I, went, I went all in on there, so I'm out of funny. Now it's time to get the money. We'll be right back. Cue who, everybody. <laughs> Check it out. And, and we're, we're back. back. Uh, Mike, how was that for you? Very interesting. Um, I <laughs> liked it. It ruled. <laughs> did you Did you have fun with it? Yeah, I texted my buddies who love Star Trek, and I said I was wrong. I, uh, <laughs> I texted my buddy Hisham, Hisham Kaladi, and Chris Sandiford, both very funny Canadian comics based in Toronto, and I said, "Hey, I'm watching Star Trek for a podcast I'm doing." And then they said nothing because I just texted them. I said, (laughs) and so, uh, you know, they're my buddies who like will talk to each other and be like, you know, it'd be great if you could join us on this chat and uh, get involved. And now I can, but only specifically for episode 16, season two. (laughs) Yoo-hoo. Yep. What, a, what um, an extremely specific group chat. Uh, yeah. I love it. I love I love uh, thinking about that. We're the Q yeah. Who crew, baby. It's yeah. the crew for Q Who. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's amazing what you can do with a rhyme. Uh, yeah. Fuck. I love rhymes. 
so this is uh, generally considered one of the more like essential viewing episodes of this season. Uh, and it's learn. entirely because of the inter in introduction of the Borg. Um, mm. And uh, that was pretty much how I felt about it overall. Like uh, it, it, getting the, the Borg into the story is, is great. They're a terrible and terrifying episode. Uh, uh, enemy that the crew has to continue contending with throughout the series. Uh, mm. I just wish that we could have watched this episode without Q being involved. Yeah, I don't think I don't feel like Q needed to be there. I also don't feel like the new girl needed to be there. I, Why I was entirely she, what the disagree? Fuck was that? Okay, I disagree entirely. What are you Hell talking yeah. about? Good. Sonya's introduction. This is what do we have? Guess. Yeah. So Sonya's introduction is about treating the machines this intelligent uh, artificial. Wait, intelligent circuitry, as she said, uh -huh. with mm -hmm. with courtesy, and kind like you know, just like a like a please and thank yous, even to the things that are, that that seem to be inanimate. But then we're introduced to these half humanoid, like these humanoid cyborgs, that are intelligent circuitry, and you know, could you extend that same courtesy to them? Like you know what I mean? <laughs> Riker says yeah, a no, line you... at one point. He says, like, you know, they visit us. Shouldn't we pay them the same courtesy or something like that? And you're like, hey, that's the whole point for Sonya. And Q's the reason that they get out there and get out of there. So, like, yeah, you can't it's... have it without them. No, you're right. But they could, I mean, they could have invented some kind of space mumbo jump. I mean, in season one, they got tossed, like, to the far end of space because there was some guy who was, like, psychic and did some sort of psychic connection with the ship and accidentally transported him to like the edge of the universe or something like that. So there's like, it's, it's within Canon that they could have gotten out there some other way. I, I just find Q so infuriating because he's like, you know, on, on, on two separate occasions, he, he, he uh, accuses captain Picard of being um, petulant and arrogant. And if I were so, to pick that's two bad. words out of a bag to describe Q. My problem with Q is that he, you're, you're right, Mike, that he was fine in this episode. Like he, he, he actually kind of showed up to help, but by and large, <laughs> he, he sort of oscillates between using the crew of the enterprise as some sort of, uh, like reaction crowd for a prank show that he's doing, and then, <laughs> and then when they get mad at him for doing that, claims the moral high ground and and tries to teach them a lesson about being good people that he has clearly not internalized himself at all. Right, um, but that's his. I, I'm get just from this episode, I'm getting that his whole deal is that he sucks. Yeah, 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 is, yeah. Yes, that is his whole, whole deal. But uh, when that's someone's whole deal, then how are you going to be like, oh, are they okay? They're succeeding in their deal of sucking so hard, like they suck yeah, yeah. so bad. Okay, yeah. well, uh, well, well, let, let me let me postulate this to you. <laughs> um, your best friend has made you watch a TV show mm -hmm. and talk about it every week for almost a year. year. Mm -hmm. and there is a guy that sucks in that TV show. Right. <laughs> How do you feel when the guy that sucks shows up in the thing that you have to do for some reason? Oh, pretty stuck because he sucks as a, like he sucks. I like, Q. <laughs> I think you sucks in a fun way. 
again, I'm the guy that likes the Saw franchise, okay? I like <laughs> this, this episode's <laughs> over. This convoluted, <laughs> I like this, this higher ground villain thing where they're like, no, 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 I have the proper way of thinking, and I'm, oh, I'm going to make decisions that are going to heavily impact you, and, and then you're like, oh, no, they can't, they can't know everything, or they can't be that much in control when they're still flawed, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's I'm, yeah, so Q is like, it's like Star Trek's Jigsaw, and that's all it is, and that's fine with me, I'm cool at this. I don't think Q sucks so much that I was upset when I saw him. I was looking forward to more scenes with him. When he popped in, I was like, okay, what kind of mumbo-jumbo garbage is he going to speak right now? <laughs> what, what language is he going to speak out of nowhere that you're like, oh, I guess French is canon in Star Trek and so is Spanish? And then, you know, like, what intergalactic languages is he going to say? You know what I mean? Like, mm. he's... He's interesting that he's just like a prankster. Like he switched places with Riker twice at the end, and he has and with, with Data at one Garber. point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But he, but he, he sucks. He just, he just sucks. He's such an asshole, and it's so fucking funny. I think he's great. I, like, I enjoyed him. <laughs> yeah, like the nicest person I've ever fucking met. <laughs> you just like. What? Yeah, no, I love the guy that sucks. I love how much he sucks. <laughs> Why would that make me a nice that person? <laughs> that is that is such a kind thing to just be like, yeah, no, I, I celebrate you by about how much you just are awful. <laughs> good job being the good fucking job worst. Sucking. Like, good job Like, uh, sincerely, no irony. You're the goddamn worst, and you're so good at it, and that's your whole yeah. point. Yeah, I no, mean, I, pre- I, I, I appreciate I also, that perspective. Look, when you guys were describing him, I didn't think he was going to be like a human. Like, human. Oh, yeah. I thought he was going to be like a weird spirit type looking thing. And that one. Uh, what's that little. What's that alien from the old cartoons? The little green. Is it. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Marvin the oh, Martian. From, is it Marvin the Martian? No, 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 no. You're no, thinking, no, no, thinking the guy from the Flintstones. Um, yeah, it's like the Great oh, Kazoo, Kazoo or something. Yeah, Kazoo, yeah, 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 Great Kazoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy. I mean, I, I took notes during this. Would you like me to read the notes I have? Yeah, well, we'll go through like a little bit. So one uh, one one note that I had that was it was very weird. And you already mentioned it. Um, that opening scene where Sonya is introduced. You're right. She's just being like a, doing basic courtesy to the electronics, which like I say, please and thank you to my uh, Alexa when I ask it to do things. That doesn't seem like that much of a stretch. And Jordy walks up to her and is like, why are you being so polite to the computer? Which is extra fuck, fucked up because Jordy and Data are best friends. <laughs> Which Data is just a computer. I mean, oh, yeah. he is? I thought, yeah. was, I thought he was just boring. No, no, he's an android. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, yes, he's just an autistic man. But um, it, it took me about half into the episode where I was like, okay, so Sulu and Spock haven't shown up yet. <laughs> yep, different franchise. <laughs> yep, different. Uh, different show. Took me a second. I think. Okay, so I like the introduction with Sonya because I thought that was just like, and then when Jordy's like, "You don't have to be so nice. Welcome to being Canadian." Like literally, <laughs> every time I travel, I every time I travel to the states, I I'm not the nicest guy. I'm just a I'm okay. I'm really nice, but I'm not like the most 
polite person. I'm a bit of a dick sometimes, right? <laughs> I'm, yeah, but you're nice about it when you're a dick. That's the thing. Yeah, that's okay. that is the thing. You you modulate. Yeah. Like yeah. I can be a, look, we've all been at I you know, back of the room at a comedy show, you you lean into your friend while a comic you don't respect is bombing. You enjoy the moment together. That's being a dick, right? No, I really have, that. Yeah. I love that. Um but like I think it's it's happened so often where I'll just like just be very effusive and thankful to somebody about something. And they'll be like, you don't have to be so nice. It feels a little disingenuous. And I'll be like, this is me at a three. Uh, <laughs> so three out of what? Yeah. 10, five, five. Okay. I'm going on a five okay. star scale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm halfway there. Like Bon Jovi. Mm. Okay. And he Moving said we're halfway movie. there. And he meant me because I'm halfway there. Look, man, you guys got to shut me up or I'm going to keep talking. Okay. Um, what happened in this of episode of Star Trek, Leo? Right. What happened was, so Q shows up and he wants to be part of the crew for no good goddamn reason other than he's fucking bored because he's been kicked out of the Q continuum because he failed to recruit Riker back in season one. Okay. For fun. Q wants to join for fun. That's because he, fun. it's a he's thing a he dick. hasn't done yet. He sucks. He just yeah. sucks. Um, but oh, apparently... Yeah, no, like, he, he, he has the characteristics of like like the rich people in uh, altered carbon season one or like like it just the rich like rich people in basically every work of fiction featuring yeah. rich people where it's like well there's really no struggle left so we just do things that we think are fun and we get bored with the normal things that are fun so we get more and more depraved and eventually we hunt people and eventually we hunt people yeah. Oh, is that is that um, is Altered Carbon a Star Wars spinoff? No, is Altered Carbon's a Netflix sci-fi series. Okay, and what's the yeah, hunt? It's based on a novel thing, by... the movie The Hunt. That's like a bunch of different movies, but it's always yeah, it's... like you know rich people hunting people. Yeah, it's, it's a agreed upon trope about about rich people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so apparently, Guinan and Q know each other from back in the day. And there's a moment when they, when the two of them confront each other, where Whoopi Goldberg makes the exact same hand thing at him that mm -hmm. she makes at Danny Glover in the color purple, when Celie is finally telling him like that she's not gonna accept any of his bullshit anymore, which really took a lot of the significance out of that scene in color purple for me. <laughs> I haven't seen the color purple. Oh my but, god. Uh, you you should really watch the color purple. Yeah, I only actually. watch Hell's Kitchen and Saw. <laughs> so uh, we're a Hell's Kitchen and Saw correspondent. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, I found a way to turn Q into Jigsaw. I will find a oh, way yeah, to turn no, Gordon I Ramsay completely here. agree that, that Q is Jigsaw. <laughs> so yeah. you're not wrong. So Q and, and Guinan know each other. And you're like, oh, shit, is, is Guinan a Q? And you're like, wait, are Q a people? Is Q a type of, like, a, you, you talked about a Q cord of... Continuum, yeah. A Q continuum. And it's like, are Q, is, Q a, is Q a Q? Are Q yeah. a Q? Okay. 
See, this is why I don't watch this shit. Okay, now I'm back out. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah, One it really does. One of my questions doesn't... is, is Whoopi a Q genie type two? She and then is six not... question marks. Q Which, I also or... have that question. Like, yeah. So I'll fill you guys in on what I know about Whoopi Goldberg's species. And so uh, Jack already knows this about the Q. So Q continuum is a, a collection of an unknown number of individuals, all of whom have the same basically uh, omnipotence, omniscience and uh, and immortality. Uh, but also they must have some sort of body of governance or something because the rest of the continuum hated Q, the one, the Q that's in this episode enough Q. that they, that they kicked him out, but somehow kicking him out didn't take away his powers or materially change his existence in any way that we're aware of. Right. Yeah. It, he, it, which honestly seems like it would make him more powerful because he's not answerable to anybody. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess. Um, but, but so, yeah, Guinan, all we know about Guinan is that her species is very ancient uh, and that she herself is very, 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 very old. But I don't remember if at any point we learn anything about any like special powers or anything that they have or whatever. Um, so, my note on Guinan knowing exactly who Q is and also knowing exactly why he's there and um, just generally like knowing the entire plot of the episode is um, why the fuck would you be like, who the fuck are you? Why are you on my ship? You oh, like the captain? Yes. It, yeah, like yeah. If you're the captain, you'd be like, okay, we have to talk. Yeah. Yeah. About who you are and why you're here and what you know, because this seems, it seems like you know too much to be the bartender of my spaceship. Mm hmm. Yeah, but man, that's like sometimes, you know, I got a friend who has like a master's in finance who decided to go into woodworking. You know what I mean? He finds it more satisfying. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I, I think that there's room. Hey, man, she's just got to find her calling and her life, and God bless her, you know what I'm saying? Or what kind of deity do they worship? I, sure. I don't even know. I've changed okay. my name in the Zoom chat, by the way. I hope you guys... Oh, you sure did. <laughs> um... um... So, uh, so be, first what, of all, what a reveal. <laughs> oh, you fixed the teeth in your butt. Now, so Whoopi Goldberg is in okay, this episode. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm a stand-up comic, but my real profession is that I'm uh, Mike Rosa, butt dentist, DDS, Esquire to the stars. Oh, and, okay. Uh, I, I, you know, I help celebrities with their butt, their butt teeth. So I'm their butt dentist. So they're just like you or me. We got to fix their teeth in the butt. So. Have you do you do butt dentistry for any celebrities that we would be familiar with? Well, Gordon Ramsay, that's why I'm such a fan. Oh, okay. Of Hell's okay. Kitchen, is I got to know him on a personal level, and he was like, you know, I'm actually a famous chef. And I was like, everybody that sees me is famous. Just because I don't know you doesn't mean anything. I know that you're famous. That's all that matters to me. And he was like, 
I mean, come by the restaurant sometime. And I was like, dude, I don't eat. And he was like, what? And I was like, you're right. I'm just trying to be cool. And then I went down to his restaurant and there were cameras everywhere. And then they like did that thing where they had a Chiron on my name when they went through the restaurant and showed the celebrities. Uh And they had like, you know, Mike Carrozza, Bud Dentist, DDS, Esquire to the Stars. Right. And then, uh, you know, I I was hooked. I didn't know it was a TV show. So I started uh, watching it. And um, you know what? I, I just started watching season one. After watching seasons three to sixteen, because I am I, I like having fun. Yeah, yeah. We I mean I think we all like buy my fun. album September fourth. It's called <laughs> Cherubic. It's on all platforms. If you guys like that, then great news. If you did not like it, trust me, it's better than that. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Whoopi's in this episode, which was a yeah. Whoopi's in this surprise. episode. Uh, yeah, she joined the cast this season. Uh, season two. She's a uh, a recurring uh, character. She actually did some good acting in this one. She looked very worried when they encountered the Borg. Um, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Like there was a like a good worried face from her. Um, I mean, her alerting the crew by being like, "Hey, what's uh, is everything okay up there?" Feels weird. It's like you never call us, you crazy nut. What's going on? Well, again, like, and I say this as a bartender um, by profession. If I was working on a spaceship, in my current job as bartender, and I had to call the bridge, that would be a extremely important event. Um, right. <laughs> right. Which is why they were like, "You never call us," and she was like, "Something feels." Weird, and they were like fucking feels, <laughs> sexism in space. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I made that, it about that sexism. is my objection. That was my is bad. That, is that they were like, well, this seems like nothing, which <laughs> nope, not nothing. Yeah, I bet if it was a dude bartender, they'd be like, oh shit, let's fucking go down there with our guns and our dicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, I, don't know what I'm uh, I did notice. I okay, Italian. Can- an Italian Canadian. Uh. <laughs> <Go> um, on. <laughs> no. On the subject of uh, background characters and what they're doing, uh, in the scene when they all rush down into engineering because the one Borg had come on board uh, and the like, the security guards show show up. Mm-hmm. One of the security guards in the background uh-huh. looks exactly like. Have you have you guys seen the uh, the kind of viral videos? Of uh, the dude who does like the pulling a tablecloth out trick, yeah, like on his own naked body, mm-hmm. um, no. or he'll like, what the fuck, are you talking about? He'll, no. like, <laughs> yeah, I forget his name. He was on America's Got Talent too. Has he? Yeah, he or X Factor, whichever one. Yeah, uh, he, I don't know where he's from. He's an Asian dude, um, and he's like, he'll be like laying there naked with just a tablecloth and a teacup on his like on his dick. And then he'll yank out the tablecloth and leave the teacup on his dick. And it's not um, always like him yanking what? it. He'll like use a fan. He'll turn on a fan or he'll like put plungers on his nipples and like slap a Jenga uh, construct. Just like make sure it like falls. Yeah. Like, it, it, uh, he'll, he did like the bottle cap challenge too. Like he's, yeah. he's fun. He's fun to watch him. He's fun but, to uh, watch. I'll, I'll have to send you. I'll find you some of the videos and send them to you. But one of the security guards 
I'm done with this podcast. I'm going to walk into the forest and die. Uh, I mean, why? Because you just found out that somebody's good at something stupid and making a living off of it? That's a nice thing. Uh, uh, I'm trying to do that right now. I found that out for the 100,000th time. Okay. Oh, dude. Let's do that. Celebrate some nice garbage this guy rules and i won't hear it yet this guy's just like q okay, okay? All, right. okay. all right look You're here's right. the important I part love, i do love nice garbage and i appreciate you for i swear to god phrase <laughs> nice garbage which is perfect uh nice garbage is a lot of things yeah it's a lot of good stuff um okay Leo, the point that i'm trying to, to make this whole time i swear to god have... i'm gonna i'm gonna murder both of you <laughs> The point that I'm trying to make Find is that me. that guy, that guy was a hundred percent one of the security guards in that shot. He's in the back of the shot, but it was definitely that guy, which means that now in mine and Jack's head cannon, that dude, when he's not on screen, is making those videos. And distributing them I mean, on subspace. Yeah, he's I'm gonna the, go find that. I'm gonna go find that scene because I think that that's hilarious, and I missed it entirely. And I also don't think I'll spot it. Like I'll, I'm going. I'm looking for it right now. No, there, there's like there's like three security guards. Uh, there's there's Worf. There's the guy who the Borg like smacks across the room and ruptures his sternum. Uh, and then Rutgers there's sternum, whatever happened to him. He flung him across the room. Uh, yeah. and then there's another guy who's standing like behind left's behind Worf's left shoulder oh, yeah, as they I first run into the room. I see yeah, him. that guy. Okay. I see. I see him. Um, quick glance. Sure. He's got those, uh, tight eyebrows that that guy has. Yeah. Yeah. So now, from now on, Jack and I get to, as we continue watching the show, uh, get to always know that that guy is somewhere on the ship making those videos. Yep. <laughs> He's the uh, viral content officer of the ship. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, that's, how, that's how they keep things funded. They go through a Patreon. Absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, subscribe to the Star Trek Sucks Patreon. Don't include the question mark. We have a Patreon now. You can donate money to us at patreon.com slash Star Trek sucks. Yeah, which uh, I anyway. found out. I found out we had a Patreon the, this morning. Because <laughs> you yeah. did not tell me that we had a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, I made us a Patreon today. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah. Um, um, and you can also buy t-shirts with many of the very funny things that we've said on this show. Uh, on T Public, there's Things a link like, in the show description. Oh, what's that doing over there? Like Q's catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a, that's that's a new one. I'm make, I'm oh, gonna that design that one. Really good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I have to design it just so I can buy one and give it to Jack as a present. <laughs> and Dumble Dumbledore says, "No, you got to be nice to tall guy." I'm just remembering <laughs> things I've said. Yep, those are things you've said on this podcast episode. Uh -huh. Yep. Uh, wonderful. Uh, so um, I'm really <laughs> concerned about Warp's ability to aim. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Give him, cut him some slack, man. He's using a remote control. <laughs> right. Okay, so here's the thing, though. Like, the very first time Warp and Q met, Warp tried to shoot the TV because Q was on the TV. Yep. <sighs> That is um that is canonical. 
that's a uh, from that's the like very Kevin, first episode. Yeah, it's like Kevin in the office rushing his TV for a shrimp commercial. And yeah, an old joke. But so they get locked into this uh, fucking uh, tractor beam by the Borg ship, and Picard's like, "Shoot where that beam is coming from!" And Worf shoots nowhere near where that beam was coming from. Nope, not at all. He yeah. misses four times. And then he finally hits where the beam is actually coming from, and they're set free. I'll say it looks pretty tough to control the stuff on that ship. I'm not going to lie. He's supposed to be the best. I'm not giving him a pass, but I'm going to say this. Man, if you have a bad day on that ship, you can't do... uh, Sometimes you got to shake it off and get those reflexes going again. You know what I'm talking about? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sometimes you have a bad day running the weapons system. Yeah. Yeah, I guess dude, they don't use it all the time, right? They they don't use the weapons all the time. They use them in like most episodes, I think. Oh well, see, this is uh, where my inexperience with the franchise bites <laughs> my bites my dick off. Um, um there he goes. Um, going back to like what a good job Guinan does in general. Because Riker decides to take his dick out and be like, we should go over there. And Guinan's like, no, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're, de- you're dealing with powers that are beyond your comprehension. Do not go over there. Yeah. Right. Let's leave. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Good job, Guinan. I mean, look, I. I thought that that whole sequence where they went to the Borg's ship right after. And they're exploring it, and they're kind of like, look at these pods. They got all these pods for the Borgs to uh, charge. And then mm-hmm. they're all a hive mind, and there's a baby. <laughs> yeah, there's a baby. Yeah, we found we found where they keep their babies. Um... So these things are made of humans. You're like, oh, no. This is that thing. Oh, I also, I also have a good job, Data. Um, uh, so do I, and it may be the same one you've got. Probably. But this one was when they uh, decided to go over to the incredibly terrifying and powerful alien ship. And then they found out that uh, these aliens plug themselves into the wall uh, in order to engage with the hive mind and recharge. And Data decided to go ahead and try and plug himself into it. Yep. Good job, that Data. Was, that was mine, too. Good job, Data. Good job, you, buddy. You, you're already a machine. Like what? The yeah, worst scenario is so bad in this situation. That yeah, yeah, the that's best the problem. Case scenario: He gets in there and he starts thinking about cheese. Now the whole Borg is thinking about cheese, and then they're like, "Well, let's focus on this stuff. Sounds amazing." And then Data unplugs and he's like, "I'm just really hungry, but we can go back to the ship." You know, I mean, you think that's the best case scenario, but you're not thinking about it from the perspective of the cheese planet that's really close by. That's now going to be devastated by that Borg ship because you got an entire Borg ship that just wants cheese. And that's my privilege. That's my, you know, I, you know, the only thing that you can keep doing in life is learn. You keep, you keep learning, keep learning. And, you know, that's it. That's just how it goes. Yeah. That's how you do it. Um, what, so where do we go from here? Well, um, so Jack's video is frozen, but we'll we'll keep talking because that's I mean basically it you know they so they uh, they try to run away and 
and Q just basically makes Captain Picard kiss his ass uh, in yeah. order to uh, beg to finally mercy. yeah beg for mercy. Yeah, that's basically it. He just makes him uh, say uncle, and then he takes him back to to their their regular home. Um, and that's you know that's the end of the episode. No, no, no. The end of the episode is realizing that they're gonna come back to it. Like that's a big deal ending. Picard yeah, yeah, and that's Biden true. Playing 3D chess, and Picard being like, "Well, hold on a second. Now that they know that we exist, they're gonna come after us again." And then you're like, "Ooh, I smell another uh, Borg encounter in a couple seasons." Ooh la la! And then mm-hmm. they become the uh, the big bads. Um. So, uh, Mike, tell uh, tell people uh, again about your album. My album comes out September fourth. Uh, 2020, the year of us right now. Uh, so in a couple weeks, in less than a month, you can get my album. It's called Cherovic. Uh, it's released on Blonde Medicine. Uh, the record label is fantastic, and I like them very much. And they have a lot of really good artists on there. So a lot of great comedians are on there, too. Uh, you'll find it. Go on to BlondeMedicine.com and get it there if you can, or uh, buy it on iTunes. You can also stream it on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, but you know, those, uh, you know, those platforms don't pay out so great. So if you're feeling generous and want to own the album itself, please go ahead and just buy it. Um, follow me on, I, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A and listen to my podcast, Bummer Boys, X Bummer, X Boys, X. That's how you'll find us. And, uh, yeah, that's it. My album, Cherubic, my podcast, Bummer Boys, uh, at Mike Carosa, and um, yeah, man. Hopefully, I'll be in Boise again someday. <laughs> someday, when we're allowed to travel again, and oh, you can uh, find me on Twitter at Leo Like Neil. You can find Jack on Twitter at Who Is Jack Gun. You can find us both collectively on Twitter at Ship Facts uh, on Instagram at Star Trek Sucks. Uh, Star Trek sucks on Facebook. Uh, click the link in the show notes to go and buy a T-shirt for some of the uh, funny crap that uh, we do that we have said on this show. And um, that's it. Oh, and uh, yeah, and Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Star Trek sucks. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>